0: Welcome back to the Ashcraft Minecraft podcast. I'm your host, Asher, and today we'll be reading the second interlude of Minecraft Dungeons Rise of the Illiger by Matt Forbeck. So let's dive right in. Interlude. Carl had been sleeping in some villager's house. He didn't really know which one when he heard the alarm bell start to ring. He'd just taken the closest home when he barged into the village that evening, and when he got to the door of the place, he wasn't all sure where he was. He only knew that there was some kind of emergency, which he figured out would be all kinds of fun. What he found when he burst out of the home, his sword already spearing from his fist, did not disappoint him. A band of villagers had invaded the village, in the middle of the night, raiding and pillaging. That was just the kind of thing a hero like him needed to break up the boredom. To top it off, the Illagers had brought a trio of redstone golems with them. Even better! Carl hadn't seen redstone golems before. He'd fought an iron golem once. Though, in a village where he'd apparently overstayed his welcome... He didn't understand how the people there could have been so ungrateful for his help that they'd finally sent their metal-bodied guard after him to kick him out. He would have left without a scuffle if they'd just been straight to him and asked him to. The fact that they only spoke their silly, pigdin in language that he didn't understand a word of may have gotten in their way of their ability to even attempt that. But he didn't care. It was just rude. That's why he'd taken that iron golem apart with his sword, danced on the leftover pieces, and then never looked back. The people here seemed to tolerate him a lot better. At least they'd never sent one of their redstone golems out to deal with him. And now they'd somehow even managed to deliver him some prime entertainment for the evening. Carl charged straight toward the first of the redstone golems he spotted. He cut down a villager, an illager or two along the way, but they didn't really concern him. The villagers could likely avoid them for the moment, and he could mop up, and he could mop them up after he personally dealt with the massive mobs instead. Carl pointed at the redstone golem and bellowed, "You were mine!" With that, he cranked his sword high up over his head, sprinted toward the creature, and brought his blade down with all his might. The two-handed blow lopped off the mob's right arm, and it thumped on the ground as heavy as a felled husk. Carl hooted with delight and set to dismantling the rest of the redstone golem limb by limb. While he went at it, he noticed a squirrely little illager watching him at work. The tiny guy looked familiar, like Carl had seen him before. That didn't seem too likely, though. Most illagers Carl ran across wound up never bothering anyone again. Plus, this one was holding a staff, with a bright orb hovering over the top of it, like it was held there by a magnet. Carl was pretty sure he'd remember something like that if he'd seen it before. Still, he couldn't shake the sense of familiarity. He ignored all that, though, when he saw that the battle had just gotten a lot more complicated. As if it wasn't bad enough that Illagers had raided the village, they'd somehow attracted a crowd of undead mobs, too. To tell the truth, that kind of excited Carl. He liked a challenge, just not too much of one. He wasn't sure if he should be afraid yet or not. If things got too tough, he could always head for the hills. It wasn't like he was all that attached to anyone in the village. After all, at least not enough to brave certain death for them. As it turned out, he shouldn't have worried for a moment. The undead hadn't come here with the illagers, which would have been weird. Carl had never seen undead and illagers working together before. Instead, the husks and skeletons seemed just as eager to attack illagers as villagers, which made everything a whole lot easier. At least for Carl, and maybe for the villagers too. All they had to do was lock themselves in their homes again and wait for the illagers to, and the undead to knock themselves to pieces. Before Carl could hustle the uh, the villagers back inside, though, he saw that tough woman villager, the one who took care of the iron golems, talking to the squirrely little illiter with the glow top staff. While they spoke, the little guy took a couple cheap took a couple cheap shots from some sneaky skeletons right through his rib cage he went down like he'd never bother the villagers again that seemed to upset the villager for some reason but carl didn't concern himself about that instead he finished taking apart the now armless redstone golem lumbering around in front of him a couple sharp slashes to the knees put an end to its walking days and then he shouted f- and then he started shouting for a retreat not everyone listened to him Including that tough lady villager, she seemed to be trying to keep the illager alive, which didn't make a lick of sense to Karl. If she stayed out there, she was sure to get herself killed, so he did the heroic thing and grabbed her. She fought him at first, but only until she realized who he was and what he was doing. She came to her senses after that and let him shut her into a nearby house. It was for her own good, after all. With the useless villagers out of danger, and the illagers and their redstone golems on the run, Carl had, f- had free rein to take the battle to the undead mobs roaming through the streets. He started hunting the husks and skeletons one by one, and then began taking them down in groups. They weren't any match for his speed and skills, especially since most of them were busy banging on the doors and windows of the villagers' homes. That meant that Carl could come up behind them and get a good whack or two in on them before they figured out what was going on and turned around to defend themselves. Carl had a ball smacking the undead mobs into pieces. He knocked one skeleton into a pile of bones with a single blow. The rest of them just hung around and waited for him to get to them. At least for a while. Carl was in the middle of taking down a particularly hungry husk when he realized that he didn't have any others lining up behind that one to get the same kind of special treatment. Once he finished up with that creature, he glanced around to find himself utterly alone. The village street stood empty. The villagers, of course, were huddled in their homes. The undead seemed to have disappeared, too. But Carl didn't understand where or how. Most of the time, such creatures kept at it until Carl defeated them all or the sun came up. He was pretty sure, though, that he hadn't torn apart every one of the mobs he'd seen rampaging through town. Sure, it was possible that Carl had lost track of the numbers of his defeated enemies in the excitement. It wasn't like that hadn't happened before. Maybe more than once. But when he surveyed the village streets, they were just way too quiet. Unsure if this was the cause for celebration or caution, Karl kept his sword in his fist as he stalked around the vacant village, hunting for any stray mobs that needed ending. Not one creature presented itself to be cut down by his blade. At that moment he wished the other heroes had been staying in the village that night. For some reason, they decided that commandeering homes from villagers was the wrong thing to do, As and they built their own places to live in. He'd never seen the point of wasting so much time on building a personal fortress when he could just borrow a perfectly fine one in the village whenever he wanted. Despite what the others might think, that had worked out to the mutual benefit of the villagers. Of the villagers. If he hadn't been sleeping in one of their beds while the Illagers attacked, the entire place might have burned to the ground, especially when you tossed in the attack of the undead mobs at the same time. For a night that had raced from a dead sleep to a racious brawl to an epic battle, it had gone dead silent awfully quick. Even after looking down every one of the village's streets, Carl still didn't trust it. He contemplated going back to bed, but he didn't want to fall asleep and then have to come back out and save everyone once again. Besides, he was still wide awake from the adrenaline of the fight. It was going to take him forever to nod off this time. He was just about to give up and try that anyhow when the other heroes showed up. They strolled into the village like it was the middle of the day, fearless of anything the knight might be hiding from them. What are you all doing here? Carl asked, instantly, supr- instantly suspicious. He had a wild night and wasn't about to put up with any more lectures from them about respecting the village's rights and property. Pinky gave him a grim nod. We heard the sounds of battle and came to help. Carl waved his sword around, gesticulating at the empty streets. "'You're a little late. I took care of it.' "'Nice work,' Stash said with a grudging approval. "'You took out all these enemies yourself? "'What do you think?' Carl Carl sheathed his sword and put his hands on his hips, arms akimbo. "'After all, who protects this place while you folks all sleep in your own comfy beds?' "'Scarface ne- knelt down to the ne- next to the base of a building.' This place took a lot of skeleton arrows. They pointed to the wooden stand from the alarm bell nearby. That got marked up by an axe. Carl felt all the others looking pointedly at his sword and his clear lack of a bow or an axe, but he was too shameless to blush at the attention. Fine, of course I didn't take out all of the bad guys, he explained. I mean... They'd already started in on each other by the time I got out here. If I hadn't saved the day, though, we'd have a lot more villagers missing tonight. Sure, Red said in a tone that almost sounded convincing. They must be happy to have you here. They ought to be, Carl said, just a hair indignant, but not wanting to show it. I mean, who wouldn't be grateful to not have their homes burnt to the ground? What happened to the illagers, Pinky asked, as they glanced about confused. Did they all get beaten, or did some of them get away? Carl glanced around, unsure what he should say. He wanted to claim he'd beaten every last one of them, but he didn't want to get caught in another blatant lie. The others would only put up with so many of those in a row before they called him out on it. I don't know, he said with a carefree shrug, as if the question itself was beneath him. Do you see any of them walking around here anymore? That's all that matters to me. I mean, it's not like I'm keeping score, right? The other heroes chuckled at that. They knew that Carl often did keep score, and that fact had become a running joke among them. We spotted a line of undead mobs marching away from here as we entered the village, Stash said, But not any illagers. I think some of them I think some of them left earlier after the husks and skeletons showed up. They must have run off in a different direction. Kind of odd to see the undead moving in a line like that," Scarface said. But they had a floating skeleton of some sort leading them away. They were all following it. That news? sent a shiver down Carl's spine. He might not have been the smartest hero around, but the idea that someone was controlling the undead mobs couldn't be good news. Sure, that meant that they'd, they'd retreated after, after he'd emerged to trash them, but it also meant they could be much smarter about attacking him if they ever met up again. "'I must have had them running scared,' Carl said with as much bravado as he could muster, which was plenty for anyone, really. They seemed like they were carrying someone with them, Red said. Is anyone missing from the village? Carl shrugged. Seriously? You'd think I'd know every last person here in the village? Any dozen of them could go missing, and I would never know the difference. Pinky sighed. Whoever that was... I hope they're going to be okay. Well, that is the end of the second interlude. The next chapter is chapter 19, so close to the last chapter, chapter 27. And this chapter was actually about Carl and the heroes instead of Archie. So I was very surprised. And this was from Carl's side of the battle. That was a pretty crazy chapter, actually. And how he, his, the other heroes had seen the Necromancer, but not knowing what it was. Well, we'll see if they find out that it's actually called a Necromancer in the next chapter. So I guess we'll see in the next chapter. But until then, I'm your host Asher, and this is the Ashcraft Minecraft